0: hates them for it, this is it.
1: I have such sights to show you. Alright, welcome everybody here in the audience and at home listening at
2: home. Welcome to the yeah. welcome back to the horny horror hour i got one special thing for you my name is zach and i'm here to say that it's halloween i love it that way yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah Yeah, homie because we've been
2: listening to such great (laughs) halloween music throughout this whole time we've been setting up for the episode just to give you a rundown some great things you need on your spotify playlist we got the monster squad by the band the monster squad which we'll get into in a moment cute yes. we have what is it crypt
0: the crypt jam the
2: crypt jam from, uh,
0: tales from the crypt
2: it is on spotify we have the uh the ever promising monster mash yes you can never beat that
0: also nightmare on my street i think it's called by will smith and dj jazzy jeff if you've never wow. heard it add it to your halloween collection and
2: remember that's not nightmare on your street it's Nightmare on my street. That's right. Because that's my street. Wow. And the street we're on tonight is the Halloween Avenue because we're getting more and more into the best month of the year. Before we go any further, we're going to have to plug a Atlanta parade that's happening this yes. weekend. the best. If you're listening to this before Saturday when they release this, you are going to be potentially able to go to the Atlanta Little Five Points Halloween Parade, correct?
0: Yep. Yeah. Festivities start at, like, 11 a.m. or 12 and Little 5, and they end at 11 p.m., and the parade starts at 4. And it's so freaking fun. Yep.
2: A lot of floats, no agenda, just fun, just terror. And all this is leading to what I initially said, that we are talking about a bunch of monsters this week. We're talking about Dracula. We're talking about Aquaman or whatever you call him, the creature from Black Lagoon. Aquaman, is not synonymous? It's
3: like a knockoff of Creature from Black Lagoon. I think they're all knockoffs, We'll get into that.
2: But they're based on these people, correct? He's, yes. He's,
3: in this one, he's Gilman.
2: Gilman? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're talking about Dracula, we're talking about Gilman, we're talking about Frankenstone, I guess. And we're All in quotes. <laughs> about uh, what, what, the, the, were, the were-man?
0: The, um...
2: What do they call him, the wolf dude?
0: Wolfman. Wolfman, Wolfman. they call him Wolfman. Do they remember Wolfman's got nards? Yeah, this is
2: Wolfman. Mm -hmm. Well, all these monsters are part of the Monster Squad, which is a 1987 Fred decker directed, awesome PG-13 movie. And it's really interesting that we actually did another Halloween movie last year that was uh, a kind of a more PG movie. We did Hocus Pocus last year. Oh, good. Which was also really. Good. So before I get into it, I want to tell you guys that I had a rough day. I was on the phone for an hour with Wells Fargo, oh, my God. bank. And I let them know. I told the guy on the phone. I told him, have you ever seen the movie 127 Hours?
0: You said that to him?
2: Yeah. And he was like, I have seen it. I said, I would rather be cutting my own arm off than be on the phone talking about my personal finances with you right now.
0: That's not Oof. very nice.
2: Well, I, I I prefaced and told him it was nothing personal against him, but it was about the personal entity and the corporate uh, conglomerate of Wells Fargo that I was mad about so it wasn't actually him um quick poll would you rather deal with Wells Fargo or Comcast
3: oh shit Wells Fargo Comcast
2: yeah I think I'd rather deal with Comcast they can't mess with your money very right. true so moving right through Ash how are you doing tonight what's been going on you're having a party next weekend
3: Yes. Yeah. I am a Halloween bash like for it. all my pals. Yeah.
2: Including all of our listeners. Yeah. You get here in Atlanta and you, you want to DM us, maybe we'll let you come.
3: Do it. Roll Do on it. in. Yeah. So, Halloween party, planning that. Um, okay. I'm a little tired from the weekend festivities that we like to call pride.
0: Atlanta Gay Pride. The queers were out.
3: The queers were partying.
2: So is the sun because I'm fucking Ooh, yeah. sunburnt.
0: Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, Macias, how are you doing? Uh, what are you going to be this Halloween? I think this is a <laughs> point of contention for you. Sorry I don't to put know. you on the spot.
0: I don't know, guys. I We've don't know.
2: Talked about everything from Cholo Goth to uh, Slutty Nun to uh, Loch Ness Monster.
0: <laughs> I, that was your idea. Lieutenant Dan. I also may redo my infamous Lieutenant Dan costume. That was so much fun. I just don't know, guys. I don't know. Maybe we do... Um...
3: Well, you need to let me know so I can make my house more wheelchair accessible. Yeah,
0: I need to make sure that your house is up to I'll code.
3: I'll build you a ramp.
2: Thank you. <laughs> Last time you were a, wheel- a wheelchair, Dan, uh, we pushed you down a big, long hill.
0: Yeah, you did. We went to a bar on Halloween. This was several years ago, and I was Lieutenant Dan, so I had my legs tucked under me in a wheelchair. And Zach rolled me like a mile home from the bar. <laughs> did your legs go numb? Um, I mean, I think when he was rolling me down the hill, I like, put my legs out and just hung them in front of the wheelchair. I don't remember best. getting home. I was like, mm-hmm. how would I get home? And the text message the next day, he was like, I rolled you. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: the joys of having a wheelchair for yeah. a costume, you know? It was oh, awesome. Um, I had a quick question for both of you guys. Uh, we have talked about a lot of monsters this week. We already laid some of the monsters out. Which uh, monster in the movie do you feel like you identify with the most? I can go first.
1: Okay. You want me yeah, to? yeah. Uh,
2: I like Aquaman myself. Or Gilman. Gilman, the creature mm-hmm. from Black Lagoon, because I like to think whenever I'm around... Everyone's getting wet. They're
3: oh,
0: like, that's nice. God. Do you guys like that? I was, yeah. I, was
2: I was thinking about how do we, that all week. How
0: do we even <laughs> follow, follow that, that? That was a really family-friendly answer. So yeah, I think we can uh, go a little darker here.
2: Well, I mean, just tell me who you want to be.
0: Who do you want to be? I'd want to be Dracula and suck everyone's blood. I like mm.
3: that. Yeah, and He's you also get the three, leader.
0: You get three hobbits too. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. You're the leader. You always look sleek as fucks. So whenever you become a vampire, you become more beautiful. You can turn into a weird large bat, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And you, you, you have a, stuff. a very ever-replenishing supply of dynamite somehow.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah that too. That's it's the best part of being... Dracula, and they don't talk about it in the other movies, but I'm glad that Monster Squad went into it.
2: Yeah, just dynamite for days. Yes. You know, that mm-hmm. subscription to Am-King-Co? Uh, M- Am-Co. am there we go. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Ash? What uh, monster? The Gill has been taken, Dracula's been taken. You're really left in the dark.
3: Well, I've always wanted to dress up like a mummy. Yeah. I want to okay. be, like, naked as fuck, and then, like, just wrap myself in, like, gauze, so. I like it. And I like museums, and that's generally where mummies hang out, yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, And
2: you you ever run out of toilet paper, you can just use yourself. Yeah. You know?
3: Just pee all over my leg. (laughs) (laughs) Pee out your dust. Yeah.
2: But we're going to move on to the movie again. We're doing 1987's Monster Squad from Fred Decker. I'm going to pass it on to Ash, who's going to walk us through the synopsis. If you haven't seen this, even if you're someone that listens to this and doesn't watch the movies because you're too horrified to watch any of them you got to watch. It's not, it's not no, the scariest this movie. this is
3: very family-friendly. It, yes, it is
2: super family-friendly, except for some of the slurs.
3: Yeah. You just kind of... Yeah. I mean, your kids won't even really notice.
2: Probably Unless
3: not. they run around the house afterwards screaming faggot like 50 yeah. times.
2: But we'll, we'll get into that.
0: <laughs> it was a different time back then. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm.
3: So the film starts way back in the 1800s, and you gather that Van Helsing, the Dracula Hunter Man... And his homies are trying to cast out Dracula and his monster crew. Somehow, the monster crew vibes, and it fast-forwards a hundred years later to a group of middle school boys who are obsessed with monsters and have a club called Monster Squad. Did you guys notice the boy in the beginning was wearing a fucking yes. Stephen King shirt? Yes. It said Stephen, Stephen King, King, King rules. rules. Loved it. Also, if you that. guys
2: can find the shirt for me, please let me know where I can buy that.
3: Same. Um, So they meet in a clubhouse, as all young boys with a monster squad do. And alas, shit starts getting weird in their town, and they learn that Dracula has made his way to their neighborhood and is gathering his crew, Frankenstein's monster, the wolfman, the gillman, and the mummy... To find this amulet used to control the world and release all evil forces.
2: Can we just talk about for a second why in the world the amulet was going to be in the small town house?
3: Yeah, it's supposed to be in, like, Louisiana
0: or something.
2: Not, like, Transylvania or potentially any other site in Romania where it might make more sense?
0: There are a slew of plot holes in this movie. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: So, in the end... The boys, with the help of one of their adorable little sisters, saves the town by chanting a passage from Van Helsing's old diary that they somehow come to possess from a fucking yard sale.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how Van Helsing was also in this, uh, you know, Midwestern yeah. United States town. I don't, yeah, um, I
0: don't understand. A lot of convenient plot holes there. Yeah. Uh,
3: so this movie is uh, definitely like a... Action, adventure,
0: comedy, fantasy, horror movie, I would say. Yeah, and it was uh, directed by Fred Decker. He co-wrote the new Predator movie. And he also uh, wrote some Tales from the Crypt episodes and Night of the Creeps, which is what he was working on when he signed on for Monster Squad. Fun fact, there's actually a scene in the trailer from uh, from Night of the Creeps where you can see the words, Go, Monster Squad, graffitied on a wall. That's cute. Mm -hmm. I've never seen it. Have you guys seen it? No. Of the creeps?
2: No, I have not. Um I did read that uh Shane Black's the writer's the first draft of his screenplay was so huge that he wanted the first introduction of Van Helsing to have uh, about zeppelins and a thousand cavalry members and a bunch of stuff that would have made the movie cost more for that scene than the entire movie altogether.
0: Yeah, I also read something that he wanted like a showdown with Van Helsing and like a bunch and Dracula and like machine guns. What? I know. That's kind of cool A little though. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So anyway, when Fred Decker was younger, he applied to the UCLA and USC film schools. He got rejected from both, but he did end up majoring in English instead. Weird. And that is where he met Shane Black, who, along with Decker, helped direct this movie. If you've been listening to our podcast, you'll recognize Shane Black from starring in Predator. He's also known for writing Lethal Weapon 1, 2, and 3, Last Action Hero, Nice Guys, and the new Predator 2018.
2: This guy writes...
0: He does I love write. Lethal Weapon movies. Uh, yeah, they are fun. Guilty pleasure.
2: Danny
3: Glover yes. is Hell my yeah. hero.
0: Yeah, and Shane Black, he also loved monster movies as a kid, just like Fred Decker, and like me... His favorite movie is The Exorcist.
2: And like The Exorcist, it's known for Tubular Bells, a really popular song (laughs) that uh, we all know from the theme. Um, This soundtrack is a little bit different from that. It's firmly grasped in the 80s, which has seen the super montage song that you can't find anywhere called Rock Until You Drop.
0: Great song. Dance Until Your Shoes Fall Off. Something (laughs) something like that. Yeah.
2: Or your brain did No,
0: dance until so your you heart can. stops. There you go. It's mm-hmm. a banger.
2: I got to say, though, <laughs> if you're dancing until your uh, heart stops, you might want to see a doctor. Sounds
3: might, like a hell of a night. You might want to put the coke down.
2: A little bit, at yeah. least. But you will find this on YouTube. It's just an example of how 80s this movie is and the soundtrack being pretty cool. Uh, the Rock Until You Drop was written by Michael Sembello, And if you know that name, you probably know it because he wrote the song. Maniac, which is the
0: maniac, yeah, maniac, maniac on the mm-hmm. floor from Flashdance. Flash yep. Dance. Yep. yep. Uh,
2: if you don't know the song, just look it up. You'll know it really quick. So, some Bello, along with his friend Dick Rudolph, uh, which Dick. is another music nerd, also created, I guess, created this band. It was the only time I could find this band credited. It's called the Monster Squad. Yes, that's the name of the band. They performed the song called The Monster Squad. And this was the very end of the end credits of the movie where they are doing that rap song, which is kind of cool. Again, something you're going to have to extract from YouTube because it is not on Spotify, unfortunately. Yes, I personally checked. <laughs> um, let's take a broad step back and talk about this, the general score. It was done by this guy named Bruce Broughton, or Broughton. I don't know how to pronounce his name. He did a really good job creating uh, creepy atmospheric introductions to our monsters and provided texture throughout the movie. And altogether. This movie did really well because it was actually nominated for the Saturn Award for Best Music in 1987. But look at this. It lost to worthy competitors because just think about this year. We're talking about Hellraiser, Carpenter's Prince of Darkness, and the ultimate winner for the best music being Predator, which we covered about, like I think, like six weeks ago. Yeah, Yeah. that's awesome. Pretty cool uh, little entourage of uh, competitors there. It's also pretty obvious this movie was inspired by classic monsters of old. We talked about it earlier. Um, what that really means is we're looking at the golden age of horror, and we, when we reference the golden age of horror, we're talking about it anywhere between the 1920s and 1960s. But for this movie, we're talking about uh, primarily the universal studio monsters that were owned from the 20s, 30s, and 40s. Love them. So we're talking about the Wolfman, who came out in 1941, Dracula in 1931, the Creature from the Black Lagoon in 1954, Frankenstein in 1931, and The Mummy in 1931. And because those movies were owned by Universal, when uh, Universal did not pick up the monster squad and Trigate picked it up, it was very difficult for them to use the monsters in actuality, so they had yeah. to get really, really creative for the monster design. And in my opinion, I don't think every monster was represented with the same level of uh, like badassness, if you will. Did you guys think they all looked pretty cool? I think Dracula was pretty the only one that had like the the fair shake to him.
3: That uh the Gilman outfit looked pretty dope to me, but not
2: He wasn't scary though.
3: No, but it, you could definitely tell they they put a lot of work in like making oh, it that. It looked
2: it looked great. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like the Gilman to me is like the guy at work that you're like what do you do here? You hang Ooh. around all the bodies of water and you don't have a weapon. You can spit water out. I don't know. Whatever.
0: Well, yeah, okay, that's fair. I guess like but I think as far as like looks-wise, the, the creatures looked really cool. I think all yeah. of them looked really... I loved uh, Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, I think like they did a really good job with, with all... I don't know. None of it looked low-budget or no, good to me.
2: not at all. Uh, aside from the monsters, really quick, um, I want to say that this is basically a cross of those monsters we're talking about in the 1985 movie The Goonies. Uh,
0: yes, yes. Because
2: if you haven't seen oh, The Goonies, sure. please just stop it and go watch The Goonies even before finishing this episode because it's a fucking great movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a good bit of crossover between this movie and The Goonies, by the way, which we'll get into.
2: To follow all this up, we're going to be speaking about the creative uh, design with the monsters because, again, they couldn't use the exact monsters they wanted to because it was owned by Universal. So they had to get away with doing some uh, very interesting workarounds. So they employed the great monster designer, Stan Winston. Mm hmm. Who is no stranger to this podcast? He is the same guy that did the monster for Predator. Predator. <laughs> Alien, Jurassic Park, Terminator, Edward Scissorhands. He's basically the Tom Savini of monsters. Um, mm.
0: You also forgot to add that he designed Pumpkinhead.
2: Shit. He designed Pumpkinhead as well.
0: Yeah. And did you guys ever, like, when I was looking at the Gill Man, his mouth totally looks like the mouth from Predator? Mm. Oh shit! It has like the vagina, like not mandible, but like the vagina-looking mouth. Mm. Something about that.
2: Well, sometimes I take things I did in my uh, my previous job and I bring them to my new job. You Mm -hmm. know, Um, when they asked Stan to do these workarounds for the monster design, this is what he had to say about it. Although we were doing a movie that was a takeoff on the Universal classics. None of the designs infringe on the original designs from Universal characters. There were subtle changes. We had to be sure that nothing about them could be considered a copyright infringement of a design, which is why Dracula has no Lugosi esque Widow's Peak, Frankenstein's monster's bolts have migrated to his temples, and Wolfman has pointy ears and a face that the director describes as more wolfy than what Universal had come up with. Mm. Um, I thought it was also really funny that they modeled Wolfman's face after Stan Winston.
0: Excellent. So, going into our cast, Sean, the main character who I thought was kind of a dick, uh, he was played by Andre Bauer. He hasn't acted in anything else as well-known as Monster Squad, but he did direct the documentary Wolfman's Got Nards. He's really right Yeah, so it, quote, explores the power of cult film told through the lens of Monster Squad. Mm.
2: He's really cashing in on that. Yeah, he is.
0: Yeah, thing. that was the uh, big thing that he did with his life. I'm not That's interested. Fine. That's fine. Sean's best friend in the movie was Patrick, and he was played by Bobby Kiger. They were actually best friends in real life, and Andre Gower asked the producers for him to be able to have his, his best friend in real life play his best friend in the movie. Wow! I know. Talk about riding some coattails. A lot of
3: pull there. Yeah. Hippotism.
0: Uh, and Sean and Phoebe's mother, so Phoebe was the little girl, his little sister. The mom was Mary Ellen. She was played by Mary Ellen Traynor, and she was also the mother of the lead siblings in The Goonies Ugh. and some of the Lethal Weapon movies. They're not even
2: trying to hide that crossover no,
0: at all. They're yeah, not. not. at all. <clears throat> and also Liam Neeson, he was considered to be the part of Dracula. What? Yeah. Really? They were going to go with him, but um, eventually they went with Duncan Riger. Instead, they said he was just really creepy and stole the show so um wizard magazine named uh wizard magazine wizard mag- <laughs> <laughs> this is a reputable source guys yeah. he named him uh duncan Ryger the greatest dracula of all time
3: oh my god go home wizard yeah. magazine i
2: don't know i kind of like this dracula you he know, was
0: cool but he was i would not pulling even pulling
2: dynamite out of his suit
0: okay the dynamite you, know, you got me with he that he was
2: explosive you know i love anything. explosions i Next. do love explosions
0: yes then there was John Grease, who played Wolfman when he was an actual man. Yeah. And if he looks familiar to you, it's because he played Uncle fucking Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. What? Yes. I had to look
2: it up to Damn. see if it grew Yeah.
0: I remember watching it and thinking, like, that guy is so familiar, but I cannot think of who he is. Could you imagine oh an
2: alternate universe that uh, it's a continuation sequel? Oh, And for Napoleon sure. Dynamite is actually just Uncle Rico getting his life back together after he's been found out as a Wolfman?
0: That. Would be a decent movie?
2: Yeah. Be better than Napoleon Dynamite was.
0: Wait, can we sidestep for one second? Is Napoleon Dynamite still good? Does that hold up? I, I liked it. But if I you thought wa- it was great. I liked it in high school. I if think we should watch it again. Okay, let's do that. If you
2: want to think about something crazier, there's a lot of Dynamite and Monster Squad. Oh. Uncle Rico's and Napoleon Dynamite. Whoa. Uh, connection there? you really bring it a full circle for uh, us tonight. Yeah. yeah.
0: We also have Jason Hervey. He played the douchebag EJ that was picking on Horace, aka Fat Kid, uh, throughout the movie. He's, of course, Wayne, Kevin's older brother in the Wonder Years. Oh.
2: That's interesting. That's
0: why he looked
3: familiar.
0: Yeah. What? Like, I know that face. Who the fuck are you? Can but, of course, uh, how could you forget?
2: Mentioned something sad about Fat Kid?
3: Yeah,
0: really quick. I know what you're going to say. Well,
2: yeah. Brent Chalum, who played uh, Horace, uh, he tragically died of pneumonia 10 years after filming this. I know. Which is weird.
3: I hate when people die of pneumonia.
2: Well, it's like, did you take a time machine back to the early 1900s? I mean, it I happens,
0: know. though. It's,
3: it's not, like the flu, too. Happen. I'm like, fuck. Yeah.
2: But at that point, he would have been in his 20s or How something.
3: Oh horrible. Pneumonia, isn't that
0: basically where your lungs fill up with fluid? I believe so. He was 22, by the way.
2: But four, I'm not a doctor.
1: Poor
0: Horace. I know. Yeah. Uh, so Frankenstein and Dracula on set they never broke character especially in front of the kids. I, I love that. I love that. I know. Uh, so in the scene where Dracula picks up Phoebe and has the red glowing eyes and fangs and he... calls
2: her a bitch.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, that was weird. The movie is full of inappropriate shit. It yeah. Is. We'll get to that. Uh, so Phoebe's scream is actually genuine. As a courtesy, Duncan Ryger never wore his red contacts and fangs around her on set. So she was told, all she was told was like, he's going to raise you up, you're going to be on this platform, and you're going to scream. And she said, when do I know when to scream? And he said, oh, you'll know. So basically, sure enough, they put her on this platform and Dracula lifts her up and opens his eyes and hisses at her with the fangs and the red glowing Aww. eyes. And she said, holy shit, I was terrified. That's that, cute. And yeah. then he
2: cursed at her. Yeah. Yeah. Howly. You
0: bitch. That's, that would be scary. That's heavy. Damn. Yeah. And one of the Creatures Builders, Tom Woodruff, he had always wanted to play a monster in a monster movie, so when they hadn't chosen a man to play the gill man, he auditioned and he got the part. No shit. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, In a panel I watched, he said he actually knocked one of the stunt guy's lights out while shooting one of the last scenes in the movie where the cops are beating him. So Tom Woodruff blindly swung, and he hit one of the stunt guys, and the dude's helmet apparently had screws in it that went inside his head. So when they went to remove the helmet, like, two streams of blood came spurting out. He was okay, though. Yeah, they said, apparently, like, he, Tom Woodruff said, like, the guys were hitting him pretty hard, and he was like, can you guys, like, fucking, like, lay off a little bit? Like, when they would cut, and they just, like, kept, like, wailing on him, like, for the scene, and he just fucking swung. Shit. Like, like I said, the guy's okay. You're Don't fine. Don't dick. And so for location, I couldn't really find anything about the exact location, but the most important part, in my opinion, is everything that happened in the town square. And if that looked familiar to you, it's because the clock tower was the same that was used in Back to the Future.
2: Oh. I feel like we covered in another movie that was also the same town square, and I forgot what it was. Gremlins.
3: Gremlins. No, What? At
2: some part, yeah. Some of the teens or some of the locations were actually yeah. compared to the ones in Back, Back to, future. to the
0: Future. Totally. Cool.
2: Also, I will say I can guarantee that it was not Romania that they were in.
0: No, it definitely was it not Romania. Not look like yeah, that. I don't think so. Uh, the budget for this movie was a whopping twelve million dollars, but it only made three point seven at the box office. Eek! And see, something about the rating makes me think that because it was rated PG thirteen. Like, if I were going to see a PG thirteen movie, I'd want a little bit more raciness, I guess? More blood? What do you think, Ash? I don't know. It was kind of racy for the day. Okay, it was racy in the sense that they talked, they said a lot of faggot, homo, a lot of, like, misogynistic, uh, homophobic language.
2: Do you want to get into it now? There is child pornography in this movie.
0: What? Oh, yeah, there is.
2: Uh, Frankenstein takes a picture of a girl that's, like, 16 nude, and then he proceeds to get developed and shows it to everyone, and then they blackmail this young lady into talking about her virginity, which is sexually... If that's her. That's her. That is her. That's right. She gets to keep that information. She should not be pressured to tell them if she's a virgin or not. Preach. This sounds like uh, you know? that
3: show, Zach Morris is trash right now.
2: I have no clue what that is.
3: Ugh. It's weird. I, I know, know what you're talking about. dissect uh, Saved by the Bell. Oh. With all the douche. horrible, like... Things uh, that happened? Yeah.
2: But but do you, don't do you guys agree? It wasn't that isn't that... That's by... The law. That's, that's CP.
3: Yeah, that's yucky.
2: Even if a kid has a picture of another kid with nude, mm-hmm. you know? And now we're, we're having a movie that's based on the whole thing of her being nude.
3: Yeah, um, so this Goonies reboot got mostly mixed reviews. Um, it got a 65% on the tomato meter with a 78% audience score. Mm. Though it was not considered a success on its initial release, it certainly seemed to have developed a cult following. Um,
2: definitely I feel like it's just like if you look up any movie for like it's fun for the family monster squad involved with like fright night involved the same like hocus pocus and all those good movies as well
3: and I feel like people like love the Goonies so much that they're like I need this because it reminds me of it
2: I'll take any fucking fix I can get
3: yeah AV club said uh, squad joins the lost boys fright night gremlins and poltergeist in a winning 80s subgenre dedicated to the ghoulies invading the suburbs Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh TV Guide magazine said this second feature from director Fred Decker is a poorly paced and haphazardly scripted horror comedy that is neither scary nor particularly funny. Fuck you.
2: Someone had too many lintels. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you're goddamn right.
2: <laughs> you know, just gassy. Yeah. Having a bad day.
3: I think either if you're if you're Really hating this movie, then you're looking at it too seriously. Like go yeah. watch a like a real horror movie. This is just like I mean, this is like a cute horror yeah, movie. This don't is like take something to like ease your kid into. Like if I had a kid, this is what I'd make them watch first. Well the
2: same thing that, you know, Susie from TV Guide magazine said would probably Susie. she'd also watch Evil Dead Two and say there's too much yeah. bore, and it's yeah. a little too heavy-handed. Well, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay, Susie.
0: Yeah. So let's get to the taglines for this movie and see if they match up with the with the scores here. Hopefully so. All right. First up, we've got The End of the World Starts at Midnight.
2: Oh, I don't like that.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't
0: either. No. Call them for a monstrous good time.
2: But they don't. They don't have cell phones. They don't have a landline. Like <laughs> no one called them.
0: They're not like party people. No, I don't know. they're, they're kind of like mean. Yeah. This one's kind of cute. You know who to call when you have ghosts, but who do you call when you have monsters? That's cute. That's a good one. That's, That's a cute the one. Winning one.
2: <laughs> Especially in context of when Ghostbusters came out. Yes. You know, and yeah. that was probably something that was pretty relevant with oh, who you get to Now I want to
0: do
3: Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters.
2: I hate Kevin's. Not Kevin's.
3: Oh, you hate uh, Bill Murray. <laughs> I don't like Bill Murray. Oh, wow. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Oh,
2: hot take. Hot take. Everyone I like just, Bill Murray. I
3: remember the, the, the one with the painting really freaked me out when I
0: was a the kid. The second one. Yeah. The
2: Ghostbusters? Yeah. yeah. It,
0: why had that stupid dude? and uh, no. Zool. Zool. That was the first one, though, wasn't it? No. No, that's the second yeah, one. Yeah, yeah.
3: That was his name. With the babes. Creepy. Was that the one with the baby? I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. Anyway. Well,
2: no worries. <laughs> Off track. Uh, do we have any fun facts to add to this before we move on?
0: I don't got none. You got some. What'd you got?
2: Um, I just think there was, uh, there was a lot of interesting non PC terms in this.
0: Yeah, there were. Yeah. That was a little upsetting. Um, also, Sean, the main character, is a dick and he's not very nice to his friends. He's or his sister. Not a good friend. And and
3: his yeah, he's an is ass. awesome. And his sister saved the fucking day.
0: So yeah. eat a dick,
2: Sean. Uh, very odd. Why did you have to h- ask the little girl if she was a virgin? That yeah. made me uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. I was
2: watching this with Scarpa Satan because we were hanging out, and uh, once I was asked because he has a little girl the same age, he was like, "That makes me really uncomfortable that you're, yeah,
3: (laughs) bizarre." Yeah, Uh,
2: but we're gonna take a little break right here, and we're gonna come back to you guys with the ratings. Okay, let's just get into it. Let's grade this. Hopefully, better than the TV Guide magazine because we. do not have any uh, pent-up aggression towards this movie. Let's start with one of our 11 variables, jump scares. I'm gonna be honest, it's pretty low. There wasn't a lot of scariness in this movie. We rated this for jump scares a 13%. Yes,
0: yeah. well-deserved 13. Yeah. Yeah.
2: To move on to soundtrack, we gave this a 53% and we had the uh, wonderful song in a rock until you, you drop.
1: drop. Dance, Dance until, until your heart stops.
2: stops. I'm gonna say just like Wicker Man, uh, it can be carried was by corn a rigs. Yeah. Corn rigs and barley. <laughs> yep. Whatever it is. So again, 53%. I feel
3: like an old woman.
2: <laughs> I don't even think an old woman was in that movie. No. It's fine. Uh, uh, for gore, we gave it a whopping 10%. Yeah. I don't
0: think yeah. I saw much blood. Pretty weak. You know? Mm.
2: Uh, for shock value, it was not a very shocking movie unless you want to talk about their mouths.
0: Yeah, that was pretty dumb.
2: Yeah, Pretty dumb shocking. Using the <laughs> F word a lot.
3: Oh, I'm like, what happened with the mouths?
2: Uh, no, there was no oral rape. Okay. Just talking about <laughs> just bad words. Yeah, I
3: yeah, guess we could have rated that a little bit higher.
2: Potentially, but 13%. For suspense, we all agree this is about a 10% suspenseful yeah. movie. Not very suspenseful. No. For monster size killer appeal, we gave it 83%. That's pretty, pretty high. pretty good. I would say it's, it has a lot of cool monsters in it.
0: Yeah, I think they all look really cool. Soup's cute.
2: And like we were saying, this is a homage to all the universal monsters from the 20s to the 50s, which is cool. Um, for special effects, we gave it a 50%. There's not a lot going on, but what happens in the monster design is good. Yeah. Um, for horniness, I gave it a zero because I don't like kids. I'm going to have to ask you, Messias, You gave it a two. What did you like about this movie that you <laughs> horny?
0: There was the teenager changing the window.
2: A 16-year-old girl?
3: She probably was in her yeah, 20s. I looked it up. She was older. I'm putting than you on your spot. <laughs> yeah. I think.
2: But 10% for that because there wasn't much going on there. Scariness, we gave it a 10%. There is no really scares. Uh, except the one time where Wolfman jumps out. I'm like, whoa, that was a little spooky. Whoa. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> uh, for acting, overall, they did decent. 63%. Yeah. I
3: can
2: get behind that. Yeah. Not like get behind that, but yeah, I can get behind I, that. I support that score. <laughs> uh, for plot, we were a little divided, but A Nation Divided gave us 60%.
1: That's real Where was the
3: division?
2: <laughs> well, I had 90%. Whoa. What? I thought the plot was stellar. Jesus. It was fun. I watched this movie twice.
0: Wait, and this was your first time watching it, right? Yes. Oh, oh my wow. God. I'm so happy. I
2: really liked it. That's cute. Uh, it was good. So I'll go first with my score. Um, I got to say, I really enjoyed the movie. It was a very fun-loving, Hocus Pocus-esque escapade. Um, the only thing I didn't like about it is there are some odd things going on with some of the some of the language they're using, and yes. the, not that I, I like strong language, but just not in certain not that ways.
0: kind, Mm-mm. Unless, not hateful.
2: Uh, yeah, unless it's a period piece of some sort where it makes sense. But we're not talking about nineteen forties or something. Yeah, um, get with the times, you know. Yeah. Uh, other than that, love the monsters. Love the general plot. Um, but I can't really give it more than 70% because 70% I reserve for actual movies that scare me. Okay. This one's going on the 65 shelf for That's me. not
3: bad. No, not bad. That's all. actually really good for you.
2: Um, Ash, what would you say? You gave it a 50%. Yeah.
3: It's cute. Okay. I like it. I like to watch it. I mean, it's a little long sometimes in the weird vulgarity, um, but the oh. monsters remind me of the golden days of... Yes. The OG shit, which makes me feel good. Yes. Reminds me of being a kid. So yeah, that's that's that. Fifty percent.
2: The CSU split us in half. He gave us a sixty-three percent.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of where you are. I think this movie is super cute, and I love the old school looking monsters. It's not something that's like entirely entertaining. Like it's hard to sit there and watch the entire thing. But it's something that like I always crave to watch to get me in the mood for Halloween. Yeah. And it's just, like, a fun movie. You can always have it on in the background. It just doesn't get old. And, like I said, I didn't see this until I was an adult, and I still, like, appreciate it like you do. So I think that says a lot about it.
2: Cool, cool. So overall, we gave it a 55%. To give you a a reference point from last year, we gave Hocus Pocus a 72%. And I'll be honest, I actually like this movie more than Hocus Pocus. Mm. Um, So I don't know.
0: Not me. It's really hard for me to say because I didn't see this until I was an adult, and Hocus Pocus has a lot of, like, nostalgia. Yeah associated with it but like i don't know which yeah. one i'd rather watch hard to say
2: uh monster squad for me
0: focus focus that's love fine. my witches
3: that's
2: fine so let's move on to the metrics for number <laughs> of kills we had at least five kills again there could have been more but it's hard to count kills when you're watching a movie that's kind of a pg-13 movie and you don't know when someone dies necessarily right. yeah
3: I this There's
2: probably a lot of cop deaths in this movie too that mm, we're not yes. talking about Uh, remember sex scenes we have one sex scene which is really probably just the (laughs) 16 year old girl taking her shirt off you guys are
0: going off my score sheet aren't you
2: we are um so maybe (laughs) maybe we downgrade that to a (laughs) 0.5 negative one or negative one because we shouldn't be watching that in the first place frankenstein you pedophile yeah, I know. he was just
0: curious about the birds and the bees. Yeah. He also was really attached to Sophie.
2: So was Frank. Phoebe. Ma- oh, Beebe. yeah, he was.
0: Wait, no, this was like oh. a father daughter best was friend it? thing. Mm. It was like a best. Fr- I think they're buddies. They're pals.
2: Okay, so we'll, we'll skip over that. Uh, jump scares. <laughs> One about we had the wolf man jumped out at some point, and then also Gill man jumped out of the water and kind of frightened me. So we'll count that to one.
3: I think maybe on the
0: airplane, too, like the pilot was standing yeah, there. Yeah, I think that's the one I was thinking of, yeah. the jump scare. Okay. When, like, the bat turned into the Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. We
2: all had different ones. Right. Um, remember explosions? This was no Michael Bay movie, but <laughs> there were three or four explosions.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah there was a explosion here.
2: I mean, Dracula had a subscription to, I don't know, the Dynamite Co. or something, but yeah. a lot of dynamite Acme. sticks. Acme. Acme, not Acme. Amco.
0: Acme. Yeah.
2: Uh, number monsters, there were seven monsters in this movie. Lots
3: where, of monsters. It's Monster
2: Squad. Yeah, yeah. man. You know who you're going to call? You're going to call Monster Squad. That's right. Because they can deal with the monsters. There were seven of these in this movie. Uh, I also loved we didn't talk about the end of the movie where you see the, that little boy's note, Eugene, yields the army to come in. That was kind of funny.
3: Oh, yeah, that was cute.
0: Yeah, man.
2: They're like, and Yo. then they're
0: like, what the fuck? There's yeah. nothing going on.
2: Because the, And the Monster Squad took care of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to say about my monster count. Yeah. Okay, I put nine. I put seven. And I wanted you guys to know that I did not count Frankenstein. I counted the four monsters, Gilman, Dracula, The Mummy... Wolfman. Wolfman. And then those three, like, siren lady, evil lady things. There were also, like, some huh. skeleton things. What about in the, the bully? He's a fucking monster. You know what he was, too? I just want you guys to know that I didn't count Frankenstein because oh, he see, was nice.
2: I'm going to say I would count Frankenstein because he is not a conventional monster, but he is a monster by our standards Eto. of uh, being a pedophile. Fine.
0: Okay. Mm. Fine. So, eight <laughs> monsters.
2: <laughs> um, to move on, unfortunately, from Monster Squad because it was so fun. We are going to talk to Ash. We have a movie next week. What would you like to cover to get us more in the mood for the season of the trees? Season
0: of the trees. Season oh. of the trees. <laughs> I have been I, so I torn. I can't, I
2: can't stop with season of the trees. Yeah, you <laughs> can what does that even it's mean? funny.
3: <laughs> okay, it's fine. Uh, just it's go funny. for it. I don't know. I, I mean, I just... I need something a little bit more gross. I need something with a little more teeth. Some yeah. a little more, more dirt. More adult.
2: Adult boobies. More nasty,
3: nasty. More raunchy. I like it. More death. Some uh, Sherry Moon. I'm Ooh, missing her. I yeah.
2: okay, could go any direction at this point.
3: Good. Maybe, maybe throw in Captain Spaulding, and we've got Devil's Rejects. Ooh. Yes. Thank you.
2: I like that.
3: Because
2: mm. we've covered House of Thousand Corpses before. Yeah. But we have not done Devil's Rejects yet. Not
3: not? a Halloween movie per se, but it's... But come at
2: me if you don't think it is. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. 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 That's right.
2: We're doing 2005 Rob Zombie's Devil's Rejects next week. Please watch it. I believe it's on
0: Netflix. I I think it's on HBO. It's on Netflix or something like that. I saw it recently on one of my streaming services. And I was
3: going to do 31 because that's actually a Halloween movie, but that's not a very good movie. It sucks. It's not good. It isn't. And I hate to say it because I love Rob, but Rob kind of let me down with 31.
2: So we're doing Devil's Rejects. Watch it. If you can't find it on any of those streaming stations, just look up online, watch Devil Rejects online. I'm sure you'll be able to find how to do that. And as always, thanks for listening. You can contact us at hornyhorror@gmail.com gmail.com for any movie suggestions, scary stories, or just to say hi. You can find our podcast on every podcast platform and reach us at Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Um, other than that, you guys have a uh, phenomenal next week in the middle of the month that is October. <laughs> um, do you guys have anything to add to this episode as far as what our listeners should take away?
0: Happy Halloween-y. Stay away
3: from Frankenstein.
2: And all I have to say is, rock until you drop.
0: Dance Dance until until your heart stops. stops.